He's for every one of us. Stand for every one of us. He'll save with a mighty hand every man, every woman, every child with a mighty flash. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, this is Modern Escapism. Welcome to the show. My name is Oodles, and my heart will go on. Joining me today, ah, 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 staying alive, it's Candy. (laughs) Hello. Staying alive, but barely. (laughs) He's on a highway to hell, it's Biggie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I don't want the world to see him, because I don't think that they'd understand its gadget. They wouldn't understand, not at all. I'm incomprehensible at times. (laughs) And Stig, unfortunately, won't be joining us today because he's got the shits now. It's just going around. Everyone's got the shits. <laughs> Everyone's got the shits in Podland. Proper, pure, dribbly bum. Nasty. But <laughs> in his place, <laughs> we have a special two-for-one guest combo meal from the Mono Rants podcast and your socials. Just the two of them. It's Mono and Kira. Kira, sorry. Yeah. I was laughing at this then. <laughs> It's Mono and Kira laughing at my own jokes. Look, you didn't you didn't accuse us of incest and you didn't accuse us of paedophilia, so it's very fucking punk and my name accuses a lot of people. It's it's not often I laugh at my own script. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. I've excelled myself. I'm getting better at this after how many years? (laughs) Uh, three. Three years. How is everyone? How is our special guest? How are you guys? All good. Lovely. Thank you for having us on. For people that don't know who you are and those idiots, who are you? <laughs> we are Monorants. We have two podcasts. One is Monorants at the Movie, which is technically our side podcast, but it has about twice as many episodes. <laughs> uh, we talk about films you may have seen at house parties or films that we want to talk about if you don't go to parties that show movies. And then our other podcast is Monorants the Boys, where we talk about Amazon's superhero TV show, The Boys. And yes. very, very recently, we had the co-creator of the comics, Derek Robertson, on for an interview, which was fucking awesome. Very nice. Wow. That was amazing. Wow. <laughs> so good. So good. I've also listened to your Alien vs. Requiem podcast recently. Alien vs. Predator. Interesting. It's, it's, it's just... Um, I don't know. I have. It's I not have as bad as people on, think. <laughs> no, I have. I have a rule on the podcast where when we're doing movies, there has to be a movie that I like and I recommend. And that one was tough to find a recommendation <laughs> for. It's just. It was one of those ones where brave. we went. This is way better in my mind yeah. than the actual film is. <laughs> It's just crazy. I just remembered the good bit. I mean, the, I, I, yeah. every, the, the, t- every time I think of it, it's the hospital bit. Oh, God. Yeah. No, for me, it's it's the hunter it, and his little son at the start. Oh, yeah. That, when I saw that in the cinema, it was like, oh, the little kid's getting the chest burster and we're seeing it. And that's awesome. This is going to be deadly. And it's no, not. it didn't really. Also, Praline. Yeah, the Praline. Yes. The Praline. Yeah. I mean, the one recommendation you can give for Aliens vs. Requiem is that it's not Predators. Oh, yeah. No, yes. Yeah. That was very close predator. to our actual recommendation. 
No, so it wasn't Predators. It's, predators it is fine. It's it the wasn't Predator Prometheus. that's terrible. It wasn't. Oh, wow. oh, so recently as well. It's, wow. That is god awful too. Yeah. So, in in summary, I prefer AVP and AVP or over any of the other Predator and Alien films that have come after those, except for Prey. Oh, yeah. sorry, yeah, Prey, yeah, was Prey, was Prey, yeah. yeah. Prey, praise yeah. the, the also, black sheep by being head, good. He didn't look like a bobblehead. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it always no. looks like a bobblehead. They just make it his does. head too big because they get a weedy guy and try and bulk him out instead of just getting a massive bloke and put yeah. a helmet on him. Yeah, which is what they did in Prey, and it worked. He didn't look like one of those like nineties fucking giant head bobblehead <laughs> no. that he used to collect. I just I'm wish he keep his com- mask. Try, trying to convince myself to um, watch them all again now. Oh no! <laughs> don't convince yourself. Don't do it. They're all on Disney Plus. Everything, all that 20th yeah, century no, Fox are. stuff. Yeah. Oodles, what you need to do is just watch Predator five times and then watch Prey. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Good plan. But that's our special guest. How are you guys? The, the other three. You guys cool? I've got no, some I'm fucking break- sweating. Yeah, sweating it's balls. Warm, I've got it? some. I got some breaking news in uh, Candyland. So I don't. Ooh. I think you. I don't know if you would remember. You probably do. Um, I haven't had a bed for years. I've just been sleeping <laughs> on a mattress on the floor, and which is fine with me. Apparently, other people have a problem with me sleeping on a mattress on the floor. Pip. It's been. It's been a big contention for Pip's life. She really is not happy with us. Anyway, I bought a bed this week. Not just any bed. Yes. Not oh, just Google, any bed. Google's you're no, gonna fucking love this. You are gonna absolutely oh, okay. flip your shoot. I bought Come a gaming. On. I bought a gaming bed. I bought, you bought a gaming oh, bed. Ooh, I bought an ex an ex rocket gaming bed. That's one step down from the Lamborghini, which I really did You're fucking want as well. Fucking mega virgin. <laughs> I'm living my best teenage boy life. I'm gonna just drop hey. a picture of it in our chat. Here we go. How, how are you gonna get laid in that? Honestly. Apparently, oh, fantastically. Exactly. In six. You sent me a screenshot, aren't you? You sent me a Sixty frames a second. Really good with like quick response. Exactly oh, right. Just- they're trained with the thumbs. It all, it's all good. Oh, that is. Now tell me. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> if you went to, if you went to a girl's That's house than and you was fucking bad, what? That is cheaper than my bed as my well. My bed doesn't do anything like that. Exactly. It, see, if you went to a girl's house and I was like, "Come in, baby, have a look at my bed," you'd be like, "Oh, oh yeah, I'm on to a winner yeah. here." For, for the, um, for, the <laughs> for the listener, because um, this is radio, um, the bed is called the X Rocker Cerberus Gaming Bed. Look it up. <laughs> You're all going to be jealous. <laughs> it's it's like, oh, it is. photoshopped onto a background. I was going to say, it is, mate. Since Candy told me about this the other day, I've very much enjoyed the terrible Photoshop job on this web page. So weird. It doesn't even match up to the wall. It doesn't no. <laughs> Well, it's a floating gaming bed, obviously. I mean, also, that's what you're paying the money for. The sign on the left-hand side of the bedroom that just says game room, because that's what all games having their rooms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. I Being love that. Popular. That's great content. She's going to be sleeping with ray tracing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to top that. Do you know what I do need, though? What do you and need? I think everyone here needs it. I need some, I need some breaking news. You may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. I'm so sorry for this. I'm never going to do the news again. 
Iggy's words have got no rhythm Though it's easy to pretend I know you're not a fool I should have known better than to say that name And waste the chance that I've been given But I'm never gonna do the news again The way I news with you That was beautiful, mate Light us up Speaking of which, God, that was beautiful. I, do you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna light up a cig now because I'm a bit. I felt like I've had sex. <laughs> oh, stunning, mate. Sorry. Beautiful. We, beautiful. we did watch the Wham documentary today. That's where that came from. Good, isn't it? Anyway, it was actually quite uh, interesting seeing yeah, the uh, it. stuff behind the scenes. Old Wham, uh, man, anyway, thank you, man. You really want the news? Nobody is yes. playing Halo Infinite on Steam as player numbers <laughs> have dropped to two percent of launch peak, despite a relatively positive launch. Halo Infinite saw swift and sharp decline in interest, with players frustrated at the lack of meaningful updates and a lot of unwanted excuses from developer 343 Industries. The game has struggled on regardless, but fans of the game on Steam have all but given up on the game as its player numbers have dropped 98% of what there are at launch. That's mad. Launch figures for the game saw a healthy peak of 272,586, but a popular Reddit post recently noticed it fallen to a paltry 5,732. <laughs> Fuck hey, this man. means dead. more people are currently playing the likes of Dead or Alive Extreme Venus Vacation and an 11-year-old poor <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. That's, they that's even it. worse. That's, that's hilarious. I mean, it was supposed to be a good Halo game, wasn't it? It's great. The, the, campaign, the campaign is great. Um, the it's multi- not enough for an Halo game, mate. The, the multiplayer was, was good. They just didn't fucking add anything to it. There was too much battle passy, microtransaction-y stuff going on with it. Mm. And not enough like rotations, and I, I don't think it was as solid as like the, the good old days of like Halo two and three, where you know oh, you, you, you no had talking. you had sixteen maps and just constantly rotating playlists. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and a great tools. online service that just ping. Yeah. In. So now, and and also just the fact that yeah, they said it was going to have a roadmap and it was going to be all battle pass stuff and all that, and they just didn't fucking add anything to it or new maps or anything like that. So, um, Paul went out for Halo then. Yeah, lest we forget. Yeah, You're dead. I don't, think, I don't think Microsoft are happy with what 343 are doing, so we'll see what happens with that. Next. Forget it. Next. Move on. Bad boys, bad boys. What are you going to do? Well, Yuji Naka has been found guilty of insider trading by the Tokyo yes. District Court. As previously mentioned, um, he was sentenced to two years and six months of jail time plus a fine of two million yen. Uh, this is going to be a suspended sentence, apparently. But yeah, yeah maybe he won't, he won't do prison. Naughty boy. Mm. He won't do prison. No. Thing is, he's probably the only criminal in Japan right now because there's not many criminals in Japan. No, they're all good, they're all good good boys and girls, aren't they? In Japan, I mean, apart from the yakuza, unless they're elderly. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Unless, <laughs> unless they're elderly and uh, they commit crimes just so they can get yeah. a, a roof over their head. Apparently, <laughs> no, it's really. I yeah, mean, I've not, seen not, it. Not a joke. I've seen not it. A joke. Yeah. Apparently, it's a really it. big thing. Yeah, the the, the 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 elderly are like the chavs of of Japan. Just going around, hoods up, <laughs> kicking bus stops in. It's terrible. But yeah, Yuji Naka, mate. I want to get him on this podcast. Can he speak English? No. Probably not. But we'll sort it out. We can translate. He's just the bad boy of Japan, and I love him. If you guys don't know him, he's 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 a notorious game developer that creates good games. In his early career, and then just decided to be a twat for ages. <laughs> he's, 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 he's the guy who created Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, 
originally. Oh, right. Originally, and then yeah. and then his career has they just dropped off a cliff. <laughs> just dropped off a cliff. His last game that came out, which was Balan Wonderworld or Wonderland God. or something like that, um, yeah. was. I, th- I think it's like average like thirty percent on rotten on uh, Metacritic or something like that. It's like it's terrible. universally <laughs> terrible. From the man that made did he do Sonic. Like, <laughs> did he do like an, an extended um, John Romero? I think Basically, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. It's just both, if, if John Romero did inside a trading and got caught. Yeah. But he, he, is, 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 <laughs> no, John. His entire post 90s career has been based on Shocking. from the creator of Sonic the Hedgehog. That has been everything <laughs> that he's done. Yeah. yeah. I love him. I love him. I want him on the show. Next. Up and coming release Baldur's Gate 3 lets you have sex with a druid in bear form. Let that sink in for a moment. <laughs> the internet's gone too far. I mean, I would say that bears. it's. Not, I would say that it's not necessary, but it, that does have an audience, no, no, no. unfortunately, doesn't it? No, you're not fucking. You're not fucking a bear. You're fucking in bear form. It's still a bear. It's still disgusting. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, very, the very crucial thing to remember with this one is Baldur's Gate Three is a D, is a Dungeons and Dragons game. They have accounted <laughs> yeah. for the bullshit that Dungeons and Dragons players do. <laughs> I have seen yeah. the clip of the bear it's sex. Hilarious! Isn't it? <laughs> it is, I can't because they asked the audience to let them decide what they do in this situation, didn't yeah. they? And the audience was like, "Fuck the bear! Fuck the bear!" It's when, it's, of course it's they when were. the bear walks yeah. up to him with like "come hither" eyes and a grin. Yeah, it was the it was the squirrel dropping his nuts for me that did it. Yeah, squirrel dropping all that. Oh, he's seen some shit. Go and look up the clip because nice. out of context, none of this makes sense. But seriously, go and look up the clip. It's really yeah. it's a gay romance as well. Just to, just a. Stoke that fire as well. It's, yeah. it's a gay bear. Yeah. Which, well, it was shown during a panel from hell live stream. It was too saucy for TikTok, which pulled the live stream offline an hour before it ended. <laughs> um, the uh, director of publishing, Michael Dow, said, have you ever considered the joys and pleasures of sexual congress with a world-shaped druid? No. Um, added a leader right to Adam Smith. Because at Laren, we have an ultimate land on the side of Listen to this. Giving the people what they want. Tender, consensual romance with a man temporarily transformed into a grizzly bear. I don't doubt there are some reckon, people that want that. I reckon this game's going to sell consensual millions. It's the most important word in that sentence. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just so happy for people that have always wanted this. These rotters. I didn't know I wanted this. You want it now, now you do. Now you do. Imagine someone going to go and buy Final Fantasy 16. Can you have sex with bears in that? No. Have you heard no. of Baldur's Gate 3? Oh, tell me more. I'm in. I'm in. I can't believe I you, just, you just spoil Final Fantasy. You can't, so you can't fuck bears, right? I'm not playing. Virtually unplayable. Right. Literally unplayable. So, next. After that, how do you follow that? Uh, one of uh, Oodles' faves, Street Fighter Six, tops two million copies sold, and they're celebrating with in-game rewards. The game is doing well. I'm, I'm one of my faves as well. I'm loving it. Yeah, oh, okay. Gadget bought it, me. <laughs> so <laughs> the best gift I've ever got. It's uh, it's just such a good game. I, I play it every day. It's just so good, and I, I I've got some of them gifts I've already dropped, and I've got a new hat. I've gotten some new gloves. It's so good. I need uh, <laughs> so good. I need logging. I haven't logged in all week. <clears throat> Oh, it's good, man. It's, oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. I love it. It's the best game, man. It's, it's going to be my game at year, that one. I'm telling you. But it's on the flip side to that, Japanese Final oh. Fantasy 16 sales have plummeted by 90% in its second week. Oh, that's not that good. everybody has it already? Probably. <laughs> I think it's worth- If you remember, during the pandemic, everyone bought Animal Crossing. 
very fast, and then that plummeted drastically as well because everyone's got it. So it could just be that. What is the sales figures on it? Do we know? Have no, they revealed it? They haven't said. They've just said what the what the drop off is. Could be twenty million. Who, who knows? Well, it was the best selling PS Five game, isn't it? But it's one of the few yeah. PS Five only games that are out there, so it's it's kind of irrelevant, really. Yeah, exactly. I think so. it's safe to say it's doing pretty well, so I don't think we need to worry too much. Everyone on my friends list on the PS Five is playing it. Mm-hmm. Everyone, apart from Gadget, not playing Yakuza. Yuji <laughs> <laughs> Nakasim. Need to get it finished. <laughs> Next. Peter Molyneux, remember him? He yep. teases a new project with ideas that have never been seen in a game before. I think we've heard mm. that before. He's quoted as saying, Next. days gone by. <laughs> I'll just start telling you about the whole game and the whole game design and why it was going to be the most brilliant game in the world, but I'm not going to do that. He did, however, say it will have a more familiar environment, which is more like a kind of fable, black and white, dungeon keeper kind of experience. He hasn't released a game since 2012. Yeah, he hasn't released a good game since 20, uh, 2005. He's lying. He's Peter Molyneux. <laughs> he lies. He's terrible. The Do man, not believe his lies. The man has never kept a promise. Can you remember? Do you... The, uh, let me let, remember the cube that he I invented the for, the, for the iOS. Yeah. And it was the, the game was everyone in the world is breaking down this cube by tapping it. And at the end, there was a special reward. Can you remember that? what that reward was? The reward was you were to be an executive producer as part of Lionhead's next game. Yeah. Sorry, not Lionhead's next game, 22 Kansas' next game. Uh, the game was then dropped about a year later. Yes. Because it couldn't what's be a reward. Done. Um, this man apparently had spent 42 hours tapping a cube. <laughs> <laughs> what's Fucking, even a cash he's, a, he's a liar. He's a con artist. <laughs> Not to be trusted. He did, he did some great work in the early nineties when he was part of Bullfrog yes. and like you when know, he was he, on cocaine. Yeah, he did his best work. But then he, when he split off the line, I, I, I still fucking remember the um the the promises he made for the original Fable that it was going to be this like almost like true open world experience and that yeah. all of your activities never were, ending, never ending. All your activities would have like m- meaningful effects on the world. The fucking didn't. If you were good, you got a halo. If you were bad, you got horns. That was yeah. it. And it's a 12-hour game. <laughs> it's a 12-hour game. It was set with loading screens. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Move on. The more, the more air time we give him, the more his ears will be burning and he'll be like, oh, I'm relevant again. Next. <laughs> <laughs> well, over to the world of film and TV. The Grand Turismo movie. Sorry, the Grand Turismo movie is inspired by Rocky and Top Gun. It's the story of a real-world superhero. It isn't adapting the story or characters. Two things that the games don't have is telling the based on true story of Jan Mardenborough, the Brit- British youngster whose serious skills playing Gran Turismo led him to becoming a professional racing driver in real life. Yeah, but like low tier. I'm a spoiling film so. for everyone. <laughs> Sorry. It's not that it's not that famous, guys. It happened, it's true, but God. They're gonna absolutely Americanize the fuck out of this, aren't they? <laughs> I bet. There's going to be a montage crashing. Yeah, how are they going to do the montage with him? Just different angles of him on a yeah, joypad. Shifting gears. <laughs> would it be better than Cool Runnings? Exactly. No. Which is based on real life. Mm-hmm. There's yes. going to be lots of those Fast and Furious downshifting shots, but with like a Logitech yes. gear stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it all be wrong and it'd be an absolutely amazing film. Just like, this is the new Chariots of Fire. It might well be. Just, I'm still aghast at the concept. 
<clears throat> and it's just called yeah. Gran Turismo. It's like this is, I think it's misleading me. <laughs> it's not. It's not about the game. It's about someone playing the game. Yeah, it's a bit misleading. Yeah, so is Tetris. <sighs> Tetris was good though. Exactly. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Next. Uh, the new Alien movie has wrapped and is now moving into post-production. Let's go. The highly anticipated space horror film has whipped fans into a frenzy ever since it was first announced in 22. The newest addition <laughs> to the franchise is produced by Ridley Scott and directed <laughs> by Don't Breeze Fede Alvarez. <clears throat> Don't Breeze And it's got right. a working title. I'm a bit worried about this. It's got the R in it. <laughs> Alien <laughs> Romulus. There's a Requiem. <laughs> oh, uh, Romulus mm. is one of the moons, isn't it? Yeah, this one. So, mm, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, but then again, can you remember Covenant, everyone, ladies and gentlemen? Mm. Alien Covenant. What? This what? one is supposed to be loosely based around Alien Isolation. Oh, that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's, got, yeah. it's, 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 and, it's, and it's Ripley's daughter, set isn't it? Photos. Yeah, any set photos have come out, and yeah. obviously everyone has torn them apart looking for things that have all gone, ooh, this looks like it's Alien yeah. Isolation. Yeah. And proper, I like Fede Alvarez. He does I really am. good horror. Mm. And I'd be really happy to take it back to, like, the first Alien film that scared the pants off everyone. A horror yep. film. I don't, I don't know that yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic, though. I'm... Yeah, because of his grubby <laughs> little fingers all what's, over. What's the opposite Burned of that? Too many um, times. Tepid, tepidly, tepidly, tepidly pessimistic. pessimistic. Trepidatious. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Love it. Because of Ridley Scott and his grubby, grubby hands. I just want it to be. Yeah, mm. just, it can't be that hard to I make a film. Ridley Scott to fuck off. I'm away from Maybe me. they just had Ridley Scott just sat there in a chair, give him a little glance Tape. and a thumbs up. Ridley, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's not young, is he? He's just in a VR headset, like shouting at random <laughs> stuff <laughs> in a room. <laughs> Oh, no, I, yeah, let's no, see. Let's that, see. That that dictator who um who they I can't remember what country he was from, but he got old and and stupid, and they just put him in a room somewhere and gave him random papers to sign, and he thought he was still running yeah. the country. <laughs> he Donald was, Trump. Yeah. Do that to do that to no, no. <laughs> no an actual military dictator as opposed to a yeah. wannabe one. Um, but no, do that to Ridley Scott. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. you're directing the next Alien film. Don't worry. <laughs> Put him in a room with some fake actors. Sit him down. Some fake cameras. Sit, sit him down with a PlayStation pad playing Alien Isolation. Look at you directing this. Look at you, Ridley. Look at you doing this. Look at you go. You're good, mate. And then pat him on back and then leave him. Give him a Put biscuit. His on. Give him a biscuit. Give him a biscuit. <laughs> Fucking God, he must be nine million years old now. Late 80s? Mm. He's, he's in his 80s, I'm pretty sure. Next. Speaking of sequels, 28 Years Later is now the title of the threequel no. to 28 Days and Weeks. Alex no. Garland has finished the script, Danny Boyle wants to direct, and Cillian Murphy oh. is down to return. Didn't he die uh, on the uh, last uh, one? <coughs> Killian. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, um, thank Killian you, Killian. <laughs> I've told him about Killian <laughs> Murphy before. You should get used to this. You should get used to this. He can't pronounce names. That's okay. Sorry, Ciara. Desire's accent. <laughs> I like I I love Twenty Eight Days Later. Twenty Eight Weeks Later is yes. fine. I just found it for, it was just forgettable. No, the, no, the, yeah. the opening bit of Twenty Eight Weeks insane. Later with Robert Carlyle is fantastic. Yeah. Yes. And that's, the helicopter mowing yeah. across everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so good. Yes. And that, that film um, was really baby, intense. Baby, baby Hawkeye. 
Oh, Jeremy was, Renner, is it? Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner flying the helicopter, lawnmowering everybody in it the is. classic zombie defense post. And I want to say Idris Elba. Yeah, <clears throat> I think he's in it. I think. Ooh. I think for me, what suffered with Twenty Eight Weeks Later, over Twenty Eight Days, is that Twenty Eight Days Later was this tiny little film, and they managed to squeeze every drop of tension out of like it cost fuck all as well, didn't out it? Out of like six sets and a mm. two million pound budget or something mm. like that. Yeah. Whereas twenty eight bribing a whole load of party goers to like just fuck yeah, off. Yeah, like tw- yeah. tw- twenty eight weeks with, with later, women, with with women or something, wasn't it? Twenty week- like women yeah. like stood there like, ooh, look at me, don't yeah, go down they the just street. Got, like, a whole load of bottle girls and yeah. then Boyle's the bottle went girls well. wouldn't do it. They were like, here's a fiver, just go that way. <laughs> Nepo babies. Twenty eight weeks later had a budget and they kind of upped the kind of action ante with it and like special effects stuff. Whereas mm. what worked for twenty eight days later was it was a tiny Brainy film. footage. It was grainy footage. It was like all done on handheld cameras. It was tense as fuck. There were only maybe like three proper horror sequences in the whole thing, but it was building the tension all the way. Through. And it's got like four or five endings, so take mm. your pick. And it's only got four so or five good. actors in it as well. Like, yeah. And it works for it. And I think 28 years later, it, the, what, what can they do with it? They fucking scale it up to a global level, you know? And it's. Mm. Oh, knows? Oh, knows what's going to happen, but. They're already writing the next one as well, 28 decades later. <laughs> Give up! Shut up! That was a terrible joke. Yellow Sorry. card. <sighs> Moving on. Next, yes. Jennifer Garner will return as Electra in Deadpool three, and also Ben Affleck. What do you mean? Has been reportedly return- spotted oh. on the set of Deadpool three as well. Well, it's unknown whether he's in the film or not. Previous rumours have indicated that he'd be reprising his role as Daredevil. Why? That confused that confused me. That because when when you said return to Deadpool, I'm like she wasn't in the last two, but then. Those fucking Electra film and Daredevil films. I remember them. I remember them. Terrible. (laughs) Oh, they had good soundtracks. Colin Farrell was good as Bullet, though. Bullseye. Was it Bullseye? Was he? Bullseye, yeah. Was he, though? I don't think he was. The only thing I remember about the fucking film. Didn't he kill a man with a toothpick? Yeah. Yes, on an aeroplane. I think that was was the first film I saw him in where he kept his natural Irish accent as well. Very confused. I, I bet he was playing on that as well. I bet he was playing that up. Oh, he's incredibly Irish in that. Oh, film. he's played oh, yeah. up. He's played up the castle now. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, let's see. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is he's he just what Ryan Reynolds wants nowadays, doesn't he? He's, he's unstoppable. Yep. So he's he's buying football teams. He's buying everything else. I think he's I think he's buying like a an American football team next or something like, or a baseball team or a basketball or something. He just can't be stopped. Can't be stopped. You can buy this podcast if you want. It's fucking hell. Next. <laughs> uh, Netflix announces... Netflix? I don't know why it's... Netflix. 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 <laughs> Are we German? Netflix. <laughs> See you later. Netflix. Netflix. Kick my yeah. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> uh, I'm never going to say Netflix ever again now. Netflix <laughs> announces Sylvester Stallone documentary, Hot on the Heels of the Arnie one. It will take a oh. reflective... Stallone, looking back on his life, regrets and all, slow promises to offer much the same as the Arnold one. As the official logline puts it, this retrospective documentary offers an intimate look at the Oscar-nominated actor, writer, director, producer, paralleling his um, inspirational underdog story with the inedible characters he's brought to life. He clearly wrote that. Did you just say inedible characters? <laughs> I heard inedible, inedible. too. <laughs> inedible. Did I say inedible? You did. <laughs> And, and, and it's factual because, as far as I know, he didn't eat any of his characters. Technically, it's correct. Where's the lie? So, uh, um, Mano, uh, Kira, you, you've seen Anchorman, haven't you? Yeah. Yes. That's him. That's him. 
reads whatever's on the teleprompter. Whatever's on the teleprompter. The best part is he misreads what's on the teleprompter as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was my bad. I have one question. Will Stallone's mom be in it? Because she's oh. oh, I love her. Jackie. Jackie. Jackie Stallone. She is still alive. She's, she's still alive. Yeah. brilliant. Well, yeah. Of course she's, she's still alive. alive. Oh, wow. She reads I'm Jackie. people's bones. I'm Jackie Stallone. <laughs> no. yeah. She's so good. Oh, she like uh, she's like got a phrenology degree and she like but she reads people's bums and says their yeah. heads. Yeah, no, I am not lying. But she really a degree got a phrenology degree. Who has a listen? My I have, my ass has a story she's got to tell. Girls in it. <laughs> Many craters to explore. That'd be a really weird model to have on your shelves, though. You know, why people have like a phrenology hat. Phrenology mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. ass. <laughs> the regions do you of think, them. Do you think we could possibly get Jackie Stallone on the podcast? We've had, no, we've no, had no, no, good no. people on before. No. She was on Big Brother, including you guys. Well, I think definitely. Do, uh, if we if we can get Derek Robertson, you can get. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think yeah. it might be a little bit difficult considering she died on September twenty first, twenty twenty, at the age of ninety eight. We can still try. I know. Oh, right. I know a Here very go. good necromancer. Seance. I've got a Ouija yeah. board. Ouija board. <laughs> Fun for all ages. So, uh, do we? It does. It says eight and up on the board. Do it we does. know? Do we know any mediums that work via the medium of the ass? And then we're definitely <laughs> in contact with it. I'm sure BBC have a few. And and that specialise in really really strong Italian American women. <laughs> I think you're speaking my language. Would... I, there we go. There we go. I'm I'm picking up something already. Next, hold on to your horses. Zack Snyder has endless movie and TV plans for Rebel Moon. Fuck's sake! He told Empire mm. he knows exactly where Rebel Moon will go. Which oh, plans extend far the beyond <laughs> these two movies. When I pitched it to Netflix, the scale was the thing they wanted. Says Snyder, they were like, "Well, how big could it be?" How many movies? They made me go, okay, if you really do this, we can sink our teeth pretty deep into this. We, can, we can't really hit the bottom, he said. Uh, Isn't this a Star Wars movie that he made or what's essentially a Star Wars film? Yes. It's like, his own, it's his, attention to Zack Snyder it's his new, it's his new, what he's calling his magnum opus um, space oh, opera. Mm. Another one? Another one. Another one. So he's going to have Leonard Cohen singing mm-hmm. Hallelujah at the beginning. Like all <laughs> yeah. his films. It's going to have really, too, really intense too slow. Too loud. It's going to have a fantastic opening sequence that tells you everything you need to yep. know, and then it's just all going to be garbage and wank. Yep. Yep. Loads of slow mo. Edit himself. Yeah. Yep. And it's going to get it's going to get review bombed, but the opposite way. Review praised yeah. by his fans. It's going to be a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. User, user. It's going to be. It's going to. I did like going, going, going to be presented in a in, in a portrait aspect ratio, so you can watch it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There'll be a special black and white edition and a sound-only edition. Mm, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we're not getting him on the podcast. <laughs> just about to say. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. Stig, Stig, Stig would never Stig, allow Stig, it, would he? Stig would lose his fucking shit. He hates him. He hates him and he hates his fans. I mean, to be fair, uh, the fans are worse than Zack Snyder. Of course they are. He's probably a lovely bloke. He probably, is probably, <laughs> probably so nice. Just doesn't understand Next. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Over to the Weird World Web. You ready for this? CCTV no. footage from the winner's washed laundromat in Quincy, Illinois, left owners and authorities baffled. The clip shows a thief in a full bunny suit going through drawers and placing items in a rucksack. The local police department has launched an appeal to the public to help identify the furry felon. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes on to say, one these have also been used by thieves, and also in the UK. In 2018, Mark Winslow stole an Asda delivery van while wearing a balaclava. 
and a black one-piece embellished with glow-in-the-dark stars in November. <laughs> however, however, when he fled and sped off, le- leading police on a chase, his onesie was so bright it was spotted by a police <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> that's distraction techniques isn't it that's what that is Mental, that's exactly what that is what, what, what were we firing at I don't quite know what we're firing <laughs> at I don't know what it is well, no, it's, oh, it, it's the ultimate distraction shocking. technique because while the police are chasing this, this guy who's lit up like, like the fucking sun uh, the real yeah. crime is happening at that Asda yes <laughs> yeah. absolutely someone's oh, going through it. and stealing that's... all the socks from George or something like that <laughs> exactly <laughs> Excellent. That has been the news. Oh, what a journey we've been through. It's time for the main topic. What we're doing this week, we are discussing... This is a great one. Shit films with bad soundtracks or no. songs. Yes? No. Shit, shit films with good soundtracks. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Shit films with good soundtracks. You fucking dick. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. Dude, there's a cat there and Candy's trying to grab the cat. <laughs> The, the screen. Cat does not sound happy. That's a big cat. Growling is his love language. Growling is his love language. It's is it Panda's brother? He, I know, right? <laughs> bit of context. A, it's a Maine Coon, so they do tend to growl quite a bit. That's a big old cat. That's like a Wookie. It's also, it's also why he's a big bastard. What's his yeah. name? <laughs> Bubastus. Oh my god, I'm in love. Oh What's look. Oh, he's fucking furious. <laughs> I love a fucking angry cat. He is. He's just growly. You put up with the physical he abuse from really... your cat. I know. I've got to take him to the vet tomorrow. I'm dreading it. Oh, we actually, we actually saw Candy right, get punched by her cat live on <laughs> our screen. Side of her yeah. head. In her eye. <laughs> In her eye. Yeah. That's not even the He's worst great. of it. But he loves me deep down. Sure, he does. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's move on to the topic. <laughs> so let's just discuss some shit films with some good soundtracks. I'm going to start with my first one. And it's one that some people like this film. I don't, but I adore the artist and the soundtrack. Who's seen Purple Rain? Oh, yeah. Regretfully so, yes. <laughs> it's not a good film. It's Starring a terrible Prince. film. It's, it, it's, what, it's, Star- it's, one of those, it's one of those films that is a, a, an egotistical wank from start to finish. 100%. 100%. If you wanted to be a real story of how like Prince overcame so much in his life, he wouldn't star in it. No, no. <laughs> or on a motorbike as well. Are you going well. to tell Prince no? There wouldn't be so many shots of him <laughs> looking pensive and topless. Yeah, and massive heels that he's wearing because he's small. But the album Purple Rain, come on. Oh, it's superb. That's a fucking album. Mm. Not his best, but wow, what an album. It's got the title track itself, Purple Rain, which is probably his most played song on Spotify. I'm assuming it probably it's is. I haven't be, checked, hasn't it? It's got to be. That is his, that is his piece, isn't it's it? It's his magnum anus. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so let's, let's have a look, see if Purple Rain's up there on the Spotify. It's got to be. Um, it's got to be number one. So Maybe when is... doves cry. No, it is his number. Weirdly, it's marked as number two, but the numbers are much higher. <laughs> so, 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 number number one on the Spotify list is Kiss with three hundred and fifty million listens. Wow. Well, pur- Purple Rain is marked as number two with four hundred and five million listens. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Spotify again. What a what a great app. But yeah, uh, I, do, I Purple Rain was the first like like sex pop 
album I ever bought because at that moment in time I was like <clears throat> really listening to like heavy metal, death metal and stuff. And Prince, I've already mentioned this on the podcast before, he introduced me to stop being a fucking music snob and like anything you want. And yeah. I put that fucking album on. My God. Oh, wait for it. He taught me things before I'd even made love to a woman. <laughs> I mean, show, look at show me, me now, me. successful marriage. You were showing me, show me on the door where Prince touched you. He can't reach, he's too small. Prince is, Prince is the doll. Yeah. He doesn't go up, he doesn't go down on people, he goes up on them. Fucking honestly, he's tiny. He's tiny, mate. But it's a great album, fantastic. And, and I think it still holds up, especially the, um, the remastered version of it. It holds up tremendously if you're into that kind of pop, sex pop. I don't even know what the genre is, really. It's just it's a sexy, man. Prince. Yeah, he's just Prince, yeah, isn't it? Prince. Prince. Just Prince. Prince is just sexy. He's just there. Yeah. He's like, ooh, and yeah, okay. Yeah, what's yeah. the genre? Sex. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and also sex. some ab- absolute incredible guitar licks throughout. People forget he's yeah. an incredible guitarist. Oh, yeah. Insane. But yeah, that's my first oh, one. The, was the Lincoln Kennedy or the Kennedy Center honors? Oh. Like, gently weeps when he oh. just comes out and destroys everybody? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah, who wants to go next? Who want, who's got to bring, want to bring bring something to the table? Don't fight all at once, guys. Fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll jump no, in. No, yeah, you, you, no, you, you, no, you go, Mono. Uh, oh, I brought many, but I, I'll start with the Underworld soundtrack because I know a lot of people oh, don't yes. like Underworld. <laughs> but even if you don't like that, the soundtrack's fucking class. Yeah. Um, bring me the Disco King. Yeah, that being probably the the, the crowning yep. jewel of that soundtrack. David Bowie, um, Maynard James Keenan and Millie Ovovich and somebody else on backing vocals, John yeah. Frusciante on guitar. Um, a better version than the album version of Bring Me mm-hmm. the Disco King. It's just, that's fucking deadly. It's so good. Um, Danny Loner uh, produced the whole thing. Oh, that's where Pussifier started. Um, <clears throat> the second track on the album was Pussifier. Uh, who else plays on it? Wes Borland plays on it. Yeah, he the, does. The lead singer of the lead singer of Filter plays on the same track. It's got Dillinger Escape Plan, Finch. Uh, it's not got no Static skinny. X, has it? No, that's one of my other picks. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have a podcast without Wayne Static turning up. We just can't. No, he's not on that. Who else is on it? Yeah, Skinny Puppy. Ah, uh, oh, it's just fucking excellent. It's yeah, such a damn, especially of its time as well. I mean. I mean, peek behind the curtain. I really like the first Underworld, but it is critically a bad film. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love, love the first one. Pretty much, well, I haven't seen all of them, I, no, but the I love the first three at least. The, the, she did the, the she does one. the best superhero landing on cinema in in cinema. <laughs> well, yeah. They actually did it with wirework. Oh, yeah. yeah, she did it, didn't she? Yeah. I mean, they did the landing with wirework, so oh, that's that why little, it looks she that does that little old. heel flick as well yeah. as she was. Oh, oh my yeah. god! I mean, to be fair, there's so much baby powder. Yes. <laughs> so much baby powder. <laughs> yes. She actually yeah. ended up; she had to go to hospital after filming that because um, the, she was sweating so much in the suit because it's latex. Yeah, which not just pools inside yeah. you that <laughs> she dehydrated really badly. And oh. basically had to go and get rehydrated. <laughs> kind of like your one in The Shining, only, you know, not from... Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> However, however the, the, the downside to those films was the amount of people who adopted the style of the Underworld films who did not have the bodies for the outfits. <laughs> yes. Why are you was, coming yes. for me like that? I'm not coming for you specifically, <laughs> Candy, but the, 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 there were a subset of, of people who 
should not have been wearing skin tight latex around Newcastle when I <laughs> was a teenager. Looks a bit like space hoppers. I mean, also you can bit. also blame the Matrix for that as well. The Matrix had well, a no, power. No, yeah. no, 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 the shiny, the shiny latex was very much the Matrix. The stuff yes. where you had to go in with Windex and like buff, <laughs> buff. Uh, you see, you see, for the Matrix, I see it as more the um, the, the, the the big leather dusters, the cyber goths. Yeah, yeah that, um, the yeah. new rock boots. Oh. I'm being attacked. I used to have new rock boots. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not short. I'm not short anyway, but I still had new rock boots. I wore like six, seven when I wore them. Do you know what? I used to, I used to wear the really high ones, the ones with like three inch platforms the whole way, which was fine because no I'm five foot three. So it made me about five foot six. And I, I wore them like for about three, four years nonstop. People didn't realise how tall you weren't. I, exactly. It was a surprise to everyone. But I will say they didn't, they didn't wear out. But I recently got some. I got some about three years ago. And they weren't the quite so high. They were just the plain black mm. ones. And I tried them on. I tried to walk around them. I was like, they are so fucking heavy. Like, no wonder I was yep. skinny in my 20s. Yeah. I can't yep. carry myself <laughs> around on them. You drunk, though. Yeah. I went through you a grunge phase and I had German power Because boots. you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you had the ones that like, came up to knee high, you physically couldn't fall forward in yeah. them. Yeah. Well, it's no, because they you were couldn't. so it was heavy. Kind of, you just kind of slouched just over the bar. You're like a weevil. You just you. Kept, I was just yeah. You also could not stop. It was kind of like a juggernaut effect. Yeah, Once no, you started going, you went going, you had to like keep get going. out the yeah, way. <laughs> but yes, that's a that's a great pull. Great no, pull. Demon, um, um, I was gonna say Demon Demonica. Demonica is that how you say that shoe brand? Oh yeah, because they're yeah. a lot lighter, so you yeah, I remember they're them. actually way more comfortable. Oh, come on, let's bring back goths. Come on. Take this fucking tie-dye top off. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get my hair back again. Find my robe. Get my robe. <laughs> Gadget, you'll go next. Okay, go so, uh, so so I'm going for a two for here because I think both these films came out in the same year. Um, okay. Or within a year of each other. But just mostly because they have common artists. Not, so yeah, within a year of each other. But they both have common artists on there. And it was obviously the trend in the, in the, in the mid to late 90s was these big soundtrack albums for the big tentpole summer releases, you know? Yep. Um, the problem is at the back end of the nineties, a lot of the Temple summer releases were shit. Um, <laughs> so there's there's two here. The first one is from 1997, Spawn. Oh, that's on my list now too. We're, now we're, now we're fucking talking. And the second one. That's the one I was trying to think of yesterday. Sorry. <laughs> and, the, and the second one from 1998 is Lost in Space. Now it's oh, on. It's creep feet film. Oh, he had spiders. Yeah, spiders, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's where my fear of spiders Ooh. came from. That, but um, it was Gary Oldman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a role of a lifetime. His hair. They um, <laughs> they, they they share two artists that I just thought were, were absolutely banging. On, on both albums is Apollo Four Forty. Yeah, sw- yep. Swedish yeah. noisemakers, and yep. the, and the Crystal Method. If anybody remembers. Oh. Uh, Oh, now yeah. we're talking. But you oh, know, this is a blast. Both Spawn and Lost in Space were terrible films and terrible adaptations yeah. of their source material because Spawn comics yeah. are incredible. Mm-hmm. My favourite comic. In, yeah, and Lost in Space, mm-hmm. the original TV series, was fantastic early sci-fi. Um, yeah, it was, for its time. Yeah, yeah for its, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't kind of hold up these days, but it, it is danger, iconic danger. for a reason. Danger, Got a little Spawn behind me, if you can see him. No, he's in a silhouette. That's him. I can't, I can't tell Aww. with your fin, with your room that you've got, your little 14-year-old boy's bedroom that you're in. Listen, I, do, I identify how I would like. <laughs> I'm not disputing that. Let's not start a war. <laughs> the, the, the reason why I'm lumping them together as well is because the, most of the Lost in Space soundtrack is orchestral stuff uh, from the film itself. There's only a handful of licensed tracks, but the Spawn yeah. one, oh, there's some fucking artists here. 
So we've got the, um, go. uh, Can't Trip You Like I Do, which was the main theme, which was Crystal Method and Filter together. Um, oh, so good. Yeah. Weirdly enough as well, all these, yeah. all these original tracks were collaborations between people you would never think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then you had yeah. uh, Long Hard Road Out of oh, Hell, which was Marilyn Manson yeah. and the no, Sneaker Pimps. Did they do Bones? Yeah. The theme tune for Bones. Uh, yes, they did. Satan, which was Orbital and Kirk Hammett from Metallica. Yes, nice. I remember that. Satan, oh, Satan, Satan, Satan. Yeah. I can't wait to write all these down for Spotify. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Orbital, have any of you guys got uh, Event Horizon on DVD? Yes, Maybe the somewhere. special edition with the interview. Watch with the Orbital. interview with Orbital. They are mashed up their face on it. <laughs> oh, it's oh yeah, hilarious. I've got it. I've and it's got just it. in a club, like before they're sat, and they're just in a boot, sat there. And one's just dead staring. <laughs> and just chewing his jaw off himself, and just agreeing with the other one. Just yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then goes dead, dead silent, and stares off into the corner again for a couple of minutes. Watch it. So, Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to rattle through this because again, these artist collaborations are fucking mental. Uh, so you had Kick the PA, which was Corn and the Dust Brothers. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, Tiny Rubber Band, which was Butthole Surfers and Moby, of all people. I can't uh, remember yeah. that, but I'm going to listen to it. Uh, for Whom the Bell Tolls, slash the irony of it all, Metallica and DJ Spooky. Yep, yeah, I've, I've got that mix already. Yeah. Torn Apart, which I forgot, I forgot about this band, and I, I hate the band, but I love the name. Stabbing Westwood and Josh Wink. Oh, I love Stabbing Westwood. Why Stabbing Westwood does it for me, just that name is great. It's Tim Westwood, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> Big dog. Uh, <laughs> skin up, pin up, which is Manson, if you remember them, and 808 State. Yeah. Oh, wow. I feel like I'm 10 year old again. Yeah. One Man Army. Oh, the... Well, I'm, I'm, try- I'm lying. 15. Yeah. Come on. I'm one, one Man Army, the prodigy and Tom Morello. Yes. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, spawned by Silverchair and Vit- Vitro. That was the actual title track, wasn't it? Yeah. I think uh, it was. T4 Strain, Henry Rollins, Goldie. Um, which can't remember that. I can't remember that one. Familiar Incubus and DJ Grey Bo- Grey Boy. Was it Greyjoy yeah. there? This is not fucking uh, Westeros. Okay. <laughs> um, no remorse. I want to die. Which was Slayer and Atari Teenage Riot. Two bands Ooh, that should what? not combine together. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Slayer wow. and a German punk band. <laughs> wow. Uh, a plane scraped its belly on a sooty yellow moon by Soul Coughing and Rony Size. And then the last one, which was the link, uh, This Is Not A Dream, Morphine and Apollo 440. So I was like, Is that the greatest album ever made? It might be one of them. It's like 67 <laughs> minutes of like... Wait till you get to mine. 90s amazingness. <laughs> that's, wasn't that's... that Apollo 441, the Lost in Space one, wasn't that the same summer as the Jamiroquai uh, song? Godzilla. The Godzilla yeah. one and the yes. Puff, the Puff Daddy Jimmy Page, but, yes, yeah, which, which, was, which was actually going to be my next one on the, on the next come yeah. around. So I tell you what, oh shit, sorry, no, it's fine. We'll just jump straight to, <laughs> straight to that because I can do a couple of minutes on that. Yeah, Godzilla well, from then, 1998, terrible film, yeah. utterly <laughs> reprehensible film. As always, guys, remember Matthew Broderick killed someone. I've always got to mention yeah. it every time he turns up. Yes, <laughs> yes he did. He's, he's a murderer. He's not welcome. Yes, no. uh, yeah, and Hank Azaria uh, perpetuates racist yes. stereotypes on The Simpsons, or he used yes. to at the very least. Yes. But the soundtrack, the soundtrack is fucking weird because there's, there's a mix of original songs it's and good. covers. Like, for, for a start, you've got um, uh, the Wallflowers covering David Bowie's Heroes. It's not very good, that okay. cover. No, it isn't. It's not very good at all. But then we get to Come With Me, which was, which was Puff, Puff Daddy before he was P. Diddy, featuring Jimmy yep. Page, which is just like a six-minute version of Cashmere with, with uh, it's Puff, so good. With Puff Daddy going, uh, uh, over the top of it and like rapping <laughs> away. No, that's genuinely a good song, man. It's <laughs> it good. 
Uh, Deeper Underground by Jamiroquai, um, yep. which is their only number one in the UK. Oh, like not the best song either. Uh, no Shelter by Rage Against the Machine. Air by the Benfolds 5. I love a bit of Benfolds. Yeah. Uh, Macy's Day Parade by Michael Penn. Uh, A320 mm. by the Foo Fighters. Yep. Uh, the Godzilla remix of Brain Stew by Green Day. I, d- I do remember that as well. Fuck. Yeah. Um, who else was that? I, th- I think that was it. Oh, um, uh, Silver Chair was on there with Untitled. So, yeah. I'm never a Silver Chair guy. Uh, Walk the Sky by Fuel. So, yeah, Banger of a Soundtrack. Terrible film. Really, really bad film. Really bad film. Can't can't overstate how bad Godzilla was. As a fan of (sighs) the early Godzilla films and the Godzilla cartoon from the 90s, which was... Do you remember um, Jean Jean Reno doing his Elvis impression in that film? Yes. Remember that? No. Yes. Oh, he does. Yes, I do. Because that is, that Godzilla, I'm sorry, that Godzilla is quite adorably cute. He is, isn't he? He's chunky boy. Off it. Yeah. He is his little fat nose. <laughs> and then the cartoon that spawned off it with the little like baby Godzuki. one. Yeah, Godzuki. No, Godzuki. That was from the earlier one. Oh my god, there's a Squishmallow. The no, 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 it was no, a no, remake of the seventies one. Line of the original oh. Godzillas. Yeah. Oh. Remember I showed you that the other day? It's fucked up. And I was like, geez, get me Mothra. Yeah, <laughs> Mothra. I need a Squishmallow, Mothra. Yeah. It's. What a weird time, Godzilla. Godzilla. Does everyone listen, just watch Shin Godzilla and do yourself a favour and ignore it's a all the others. very good film. Very good film. <laughs> ignore all the others, please. Also, listen to wow. Blue, Blue Oyster Cult Godzilla. That's a banger. Oh, go, go, Godzilla. <laughs> Candy, go. So my, for my first go around, I'm going to stay on the same theme, which is kind of, I'm calling this the style over substance theme. <laughs> so I've got, obviously I got Spawn, said that earlier. You know what it's going to be. Mm. Queen of the Damned. Oh, so 2000s metal. Oh my god. So we got Come on. what have we got here? Static X, baby. Static X cold, penetrate godhead, earshot headstrong, <laughs> yes. dead cell oh, by Papa Roach. Yeah. First fucking oh. Papa Roach album. Oh. Just kiss. Forsaken by Mad Davy yeah. Draymond, Redeemer, Marilyn yeah. Manson, Jay Gordon. Yeah. Slept so long, I don't yep. remember. Down with a sickness. Disturbed. Yeah. Uh, System by Chester Bennington. Access by Tricky. Deftones. Change in the House of Flies. Album. Not meant for me. Wayne Static. Oh, what an album. Don't nice. need to watch a the film. A lot of hairspray as well. I mean, I, I would really recommend not watching the film. It's a terrible, terrible Just read terrible the book. Film. Just oh, read no, the book. No, read the books. Re- read the books. Yes. Yeah, read the books. Okay. While well, listening to I Static have a question, X. though. Have, has no, anybody, don't even listen to it. Has anybody listened to that album in in preparation for today? I've listened to we a few we, we different to it bits. Earlier. I feel like I listened, I listened to, to Cold We're So Cold because I listened to that all the fucking time because I think it's a banger. Candy Machine was created in the early two thousands, so that is my that is my daily soundtrack. <laughs> that's, your, that's your era. <laughs> that's my era. That, that. Uh, so you guys listen to it? Have you got any highlights? Uh, mostly the stuff that wasn't written for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the stuff not for the film. Oh god, the fiddle scenes, playing the fiddle yeah. and stuff, and that film is least, fucking atrocious. At least Stuart Townsend god. doesn't sing in it. Yeah, yeah. something. Do they at even least, have any Aaliyah on that soundtrack? Because I like she was so. a fucking yeah. very good artist. No, 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 no. Because you think as well, because they kind of did the whole thing of having them do the big. Um, credit song, you know, like mm-hmm. you did yeah. the '90s hip hop, like they did yep. with Anastasia. They did it with a whole load of them. You'd think mm. they'd have had Aaliyah do that because she was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's an amazing singer, and she's probably the best thing about the whole film. Easily for the 
She literally like, looks Cardia like Black a goddess. Is in it and nobody even notices. Oh my god, she's stunning. Mm. She's so she's fucking beautiful. She's absolutely incredible looking. Stuart Townsend does an all right Lestat, but come on. He's a known Hollywood arsehole as well, though, isn't he? Stuart Townsend, yes. apparently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, any, anyone was, that everyone that's played Lestat a is a bit of a twat. <laughs> He was known here as a bit of a dick before he even kind of made it overseas yeah. and we were all like, oh, look, yeah. at you. look at you with your notions. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Coming but, back here with your tall, gorgeous girlfriend. And I, 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 just, I just feel and like... Everybody hated him. I feel like if I watched Queen of the Damned now as a 30-something, I just... I think, I think I'd still like it. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I think I'd be resisting it for, for me to say it's a bad film. I'm resisting it because I loved it so much as a kid. Oh, I would have loved to have gone to that concert as well. The one in the desert. Jonathan Davis selling oh, me yeah. dodgy what, when, tickets. When everyone nearly dies. Yeah, I'd be for it. <laughs> so worth it. What, what a great concert. Yeah, there's a Was couple he... you'd love to go to. That one, the Blood Rave in Blade. Yeah, yes. I don't want to go yeah. to that. Yeah. It may die, yeah, but yeah. Triple uh, X, the Rammstein gig at the start of it. Yes. Well, Minus Xander Cage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't I, recommend Rammstein. Definitely not now. now. No. Yeah. No, um, no. Yeah, That's if you make it out of the gig. Christ. Shit, I forgot to look up the soundtrack for Triple X. I'm sure that would probably fit in tonight. <laughs> that is literally mainly Ramstein, isn't it? I think yeah. it's like ninety percent Ramstein. And none of it none of it apart from Fire Throw was for that film, I think. I think I think it's sure. it's near enough just the Musa album. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think so. I think so, yeah. But yeah, well done, Candy, bringing Queen of the Damned. I'm gonna have to fucking find that, aren't I? Should we have a watch it on DVD somewhere? I've got it on DVD somewhere in one of the oh. one of the trunks I've got. Hang on, see, see it seems just brought up. Yeah, I've just looked up the Triple X soundtrack. Um, oh, oh. Firefly by Ramstein, uh, Bodies by Drowning Pool. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will be heard by Hatebreed. Oh, I will oh, be heard. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. You think I ain't worth a dollar by Queens of the Stone Age? That is a good tune. It is a good tune. Before That's I Die by Mushroom Head. Remember, remember Mushroom Head? Yes, man. I do. The singer <laughs> is a fucking bellend. I saw them and Draining Pool the same day at Ozfest before your man had the heart attack. Yes. Mm. Ah, did you? <laughs> what a memory. And then I had to get stitches in my head because I got hit in the head with the Draining Pool CD. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Irony. Because uh, they were giving them out free to the crowd, so the crowd turned them into Because they can't sell them. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh. a. I mean, that's an average soundtrack. That one, but yeah, it's it starts off well and drops off because by the end you've got like fucking Gavin Rossdale and Orbital again. So. Oh. <laughs> no, no, don't diss Orbital, but they do some weird collaborations. They really do. They do. It's all the jobs. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Uh, Biggie, what you got? Sticking to my hip hop roots, but with a twist. Uh oh. Does everyone recall Judgment Night? A pretty yes. forgettable was actually 1993 action crime thriller by Stephen it. Hopkins. It starred Emilio Estevez, Cuba Gooding Jr., Jeremy Piven, and Stephen Dorff. Did. But and Dennis this, Leary. Dennis Leary. Yeah. Oh, yes, and Dennis Leary. Thank you. <laughs> but the soundtrack. Whew. Here we go. You ready for this? Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Helmet and House of Pain. Just another yeah. victim. Teenage fan club. And Della Soul, we're falling. Me, myself, and my microphone. Living Colour, run DMC. Yes. Judgment Night, Biohazard and Onyx. Disorder, Slayer and Ice T. Another body murmured, murdered, sorry, with Faith murmured. No More and BR <laughs> Tribe. <laughs> I Love You, Mary Jane, Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill. That's good. Freak Mama with Mud Honey and Simix a lot. 
Missing Link with Dinosaur Jr. and Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Come and Die, Therapy and Fatal, and Real Thing with Pearl Jam and Cypress Hill. Nice, nice, What's nice. Hangover soundtrack. That, that is, that is, that is one that you'll stick on at like a, a little barbecue. Well, not a big barbecue, a little one where you just got mm. your close friends in. Stick that on, and away you go. I've got, I've got a good follow up to that, but I ain't got the track listing. But can you remember Cradle to the Grave? Yes. Do you know what its title? Yeah. You know what its title track was? What? X gon' give it to you. Let's oh, go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> That's. I remember getting the tape. The tape, guys. Listener, there used to be tapes. You used to stick it in your Walkman or your iFi, and it was X gon' give it to you on both sides. That's it. You, you think when you buy a soundtrack on tape, it's going to be at least three or four songs. No, just X gon' give it to you. And I still love that. I still love that song. It's fantastic. And I, I think he was in it as well. I think he was in that film as well. But, yeah. I'll move on to my next proper one. Um... A film that's going to split people. I think it's a wholly terrible film, and people got roasted into glass for it. Forrest Gump's a terrible film. I don't it's like Forrest Gump. It's a bad film. I can take it or leave it. It's got a fantastic mm. soundtrack. Absolutely. Every single song in it is a hit from the 60s all the way up until the early 90s. Like, you tell, you tell me a hit from those decades, that song's in it. It's insane how... How they've got that, because apparently I've, I've been doing some deep diving. Do you know what the biggest cost of this film was? Probably the music rights. Licensing. The music yeah. rights. Because if you remember, I've only ever seen Forrest Gump once, but I know it's quite long. And yeah. every single moment, there's a fucking absolute classic banger. None of this like new metal stuff that we all love. Just, <laughs> just proper like stuff that's just like, do you know what I mean? Like, they go, they go to Vietnam. What do you think they play in Vietnam? You know what I mean? Fortunate son, of course. Exactly. It's it's just it's textbook as fuck. The whole film's textbook as fuck. Oh People yeah, love it's, it. It, yeah. It's it's absolutely absolutely nailed on for like the emotional response. Yeah. Um. I didn't realize it was a. I just googled it. I didn't realize it was a fucking two disc soundtrack as well. No one yes. spent so much fucking money on it. It's it was the most expensive soundtrack <laughs> of all time. Still to this day. Which is mental. It's unreal. But yeah, that's, that's one of... I, I know people will be like, oh, I love Forrest Gump, I think it's great. It's not. Read the book again. <laughs> the book is way better than the film. And he goes to space in the book, guys. He goes to fucking space. I don't even know Imagine. it was based on a book. No, I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's like, it's like Huckleberry Finn, but a little bit less racist. Oh, a little bit less racist. A <laughs> little bit less. Just a little bit. But yeah. Um, and the last one I've really... No, I've got two more, actually. One for uh, Gadget and Biggie. Uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, mainly for the title track. Fast and Furious! It's so fucking good. Have you heard that song? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yes. That's really fucking, fucking good. Film. I, I couldn't even bring myself to look up their soundtracks for those films. I hate them nope. that much. I fucking <laughs> love it. I don't know who fucking sings it. I couldn't find it. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's Japanese artists. It's Japanese. If, if, I refuse if to talk about those films. Just for, <laughs> for a later suggestions, just for one one track. Yes. Can I uh, put put forward Mortal Kombat? Yes. Yes. The actual. Do you know what's funny about that song? People think that's the game soundtrack, but it's never been used in the games ever. It's literally no. just the film soundtrack, and it's been linked to it. Well, that's I such was, a good. I I was actually going to bring up Mortal Kombat in my next section as well. So. Because the soundtrack is actually a banger. There's a lot of really good is shit it? on there. Yeah. Yeah. 
You got like Gravity Kills are on there, KMFDM, uh, no Psychosonic, Orbital, uh, Again. Gizzard, <laughs> GZR, Fear Factory are on there, Typo Negative, no Napalm Death. I, I, I've just uh, thought of something because Resident Evil was also one that I kind of looked at, and they're all Paul W. S. Anderson films. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, that does have yeah. a good soundtrack actually. <laughs> Resident Evil Slipknot in it. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh fuck. God, we we are we are definitely a genre-based podcast. Apart from Big, he was into hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> we we definitely all wore new rocks. I just oh, thought of disgusting. one as well. Do you remember Galarian's Rion? It was um it was based on a game called Galarian's, but it was an anime. Yes. It was shite. But the Galarian's with a guy with a collar on and the that's right. Hair. Yeah, yeah. I can't find the soundtrack online, and I've wanted to for ages, but I've got it on CD somewhere, and it was all it's kind of remixes burned. of it was all yeah it was it's remixes of metal songs. And there was a oh. remix of um, Fear Factory's Archetype. Um, oh, right. Oh, my God, it was so good. But every single song. If I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try and find it. It's going to be my life's mission to find that soundtrack now. Because it's just okay. absolutely bang. Film, bollocks. Oh, yeah, terrible. <laughs> Game, bollocks. God, butthole. Uh, my, la- my last one um, is uh, Xanadu, basically, because it's yeah. ELO. It's all that- ELO. <laughs> and I love ELO. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of, um, what's her name? From Grace in it, Olivia Newton John. Olivia Newton John, obviously the Xanadu, the, 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 the actual title track. But it's <laughs> the, the whole film is basically ELO, and I alluded to it in the the script at the beginning. Flash Gordon, it's Queen. Yeah, Flash Gordon's not a good. Film. Oh yeah, mm. Queen. Yeah. But I think Flash Gordon's a good film, so I don't think it counts. That's why I didn't bring it up. I think it's. And by that note, as well, Highlander. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> but Highlander's also a good film. I, I would, is, I, yeah. I would argue, it is. So it doesn't count. But that's that's all mine. Keep going. We've 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 got another I don't know ten minutes left to discuss it. Twilight. Oh yeah. Go on. Tell me. I, do, terrible, you, terrible film. You don't know Actually, the story to this. I, I've only ever I hate seen. Twilight. I have a weird. I've seen the last film. Relationship with Twilight. <laughs> oh, you're you're lucky. Um, Imagine I, going to the I, cinema I, to see that though. Somehow I did. Oh, and not did. knowing the rest of the story. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't missing oh, much. Okay, so, uh, so Supermassive Black Hole by Muse. Yep. Good song. Uh, Decode by Paramore. Great song. Full Moon. Full Moon by the Black Ghosts. Mm. Uh, Leave out all the rest. Lincoln Park. Yeah, Spotlight yeah, yeah. by Mute. Spotlight by Mute Matt. Uh, yeah. Go all Go all the way by Perry Farrell. Mm. Terrible for Terrible for my beloved by Collective Soul. Uh, Paramore again with I Caught Myself. Eyes on Fire by Blue Foundation. Uh, Never Think by Robert Pattinson, and then Flightless, yeah, uh, Flightless Bird, American Mouth, Iron and Wine. That's a that's a good little album, that ain't it? Terrible film, yeah. They, the soundtrack gets progressively worse as they go on. Yeah, Other. <laughs> yeah. Well, by, but by the my taste, anyway. by, by the, they kind of degrade to the the level you would. Expect I do, I do remember the seeing like, the um, the fucking the. I don't know if it's the official music video, but the Muse song, where the vampires are playing baseball or something. Yeah. Is that yeah, real? That was, yeah, they're yeah. playing yeah, baseball. That That's Neutron's, part of the movie. Yeah. No matter how bad you think this movie is, it is actually worse. <laughs> Maybe we need to do a splinter I have podcast. This weird, I have a really weird love-hate relationship with it, because I love to hate it. I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think I hate it as much as the cast actually hate being in it. Because yeah. if you're ever going to watch it, watch it with the cast commentary, because Robert Pattinson hated every moment of being in it. 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 Like, I think he's... Like, <laughs> I mean, Robert Pattinson's a um, sensational actor nowadays. You know what I mean? He's, he's fucking incredible. 
And they played the script that was given to them, which was nothing exactly. dead behind the eyes. Because yeah. um, I ended up, I think I read the book because I was like, why is everybody so obsessed with this? And was shot. like, oh, they're vapid characters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're just complete, like, fucking self insertion characters. So they played it exactly as. I bet Candy's written. read them all. I'm oh, I them. have. I have. Yeah, I've read them all. <laughs> I've, read, I've read all the Fifty Shades of Grey as well because how can you give out about it? I was going to say the real crime is that. Fifty Shades of Grey exists. That is fan fiction from Twilight. Fuck off! It is not yet. El James wrote it as a. It was written on a BlackBerry in her. So is Fifty Shades of Grey a vampire film then? No, so so uh, what, no. what what you done? It'd and be there, better there, was a, if it was. there was a really good. Set I love of how videos. you know this gadget. That means you. Well, <laughs> just, just fucking listen. There are a really good set of videos by uh, folding by Dan Olson of Folding Ideas. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, where he did it, it's basically called a lukewarm um, defense of Fifty Shades of Grey, and he goes into yeah, this. Yeah. He goes into he how it books were created, um, and it's a, and she yeah, El James did this fan fiction. It was posted like week by week, and people were absolutely loving it, and then. A publisher came along and said, Hey, we'll turn this into a proper book. And she's such a nightmare to work with, there was not a single bit of editing allowed on it. <laughs> so what you oh, get is these fifty shades of grey books, is that because it's written by week week by week and basically just copied straight off the internet, it is full of plot lines that get created and dropped, um bad yeah. dialogue. <laughs> I've read incomprehensible you bits bullshit. out of it where I've yeah, it would uh, why no elevator travels at terminal velocity, you would kill everybody <laughs> inside. <laughs> <laughs> but the elevator in his billion-dollar building travels at terminal velocity. <laughs> also, she has an inner monologue who wears marabou feathers a lot and apparently is perpetually drunk. Um, Does she describe penis as well, though? Um, she doesn't actually call it a penis. She dances around a the member? subject like you. Nope. Uh, it, it's generally described as being throbbing, throbbing or pustulating yeah. mm-hmm. um, or pulsating, which is never an uh, image you want. Yeah, I, I've never seen a penis <laughs> pulsate, and I've, I've had one all my life. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Yeah. I imagine Superman's does. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Why? Yeah, they're god awful. The, co- the, the, concept they're for the, fan, the concept for the fan fiction is it's Edward, Edward as a billionaire. And Bella working for him, so it's basically she's taken all these people are mate. <laughs> the main characters from Twilight. She's taken away oh, all right. of the fantastical vampiriness from it and just turned it to sex. Yeah, and she wasn't the first one to do that because there was one uh, published prior to that called Beautiful Bastard, where it actually they kept the same character <laughs> names and then it got a re-edit or a re-edition. Where they changed just enough of it that they wouldn't get the shit <laughs> This conversation right now has just inspired me for a podcast feature. Fantastic. I'm happy about that. I've <laughs> got some uh, homework to do, some fan fiction homework. Shall I, sh- 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 shall I drag us back onto the subject? Oh, then? be careful on the fan fiction sites. You will see things that you will never be able to forget. That's what I want. Which is very much required. Small cat, something you can go, like a quiet room set up. Like, That's what so we that want. You can like unsee the things. <laughs> Because some of them just get really weird. <laughs> Let's yeah. rein it back in. Let's get yeah. some more music. Okay, so, I, so less so, penises. Uh, I've got I, I've got two more options for you. Um, uh, both again, absolutely terrible films, but with huge budgets. These ones, they mm-hmm. were both considered just dreadful. Uh, first Lots. one, Blade Trinity. Oh, such a shame because I love Blade mm. One and Two. Absolutely yeah. love Blade yeah. One and Two. I kind of like Trinity. But Blade Trinity. No, you don't like what? Trinity at all. You like Trinity. Ryan, yeah. you like Jessica Biel. Ryan Reynolds yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, wow. Um, Daryl, fucking from Walking Dead. Exactly. Uh, 
No one read it. Scud, he's called Scud in that. That's the second one. That's the second one. Oh, is it? When he's got the thing under his mouth. I'm a vampire. Is that the one with the dog with the mouth thing? That's the third one. Yeah. Triple H is in it. With the pop. Yes, Triple H is Tiny Pomeranian. What's on the soundtrack, though? Probably Triple H. Well, no. So the soundtrack, this will be one biggie's into because it's mostly hip hop and quite a lot of the Wu Tang clan are in this at some point or other. So you've, got, Ooh, wow, wow. so you've got uh Reza on there, uh Lil Flip, Ghostface Killer, Ray Kwan, WC E40, Christ Bearer, all dirty. I do like hearing again. a Jordi accent say these. Ghostface really cool. killer. Ghostface killer. Ghostface killer man. Uh <laughs> Ram and Jawadi does a lot of the soundtrack on there as well. Uh yep. The Undertakers, uh Overseer, uh Crystal Method and Orbital are in there a fucking gen. Um <laughs> This is the orbital show. Are they on every soundtrack? I think they are. They, they, they have, know they which side the bread is buttered, mate. I'm telling you, they know how to make money. They, I bet they, orbital are billionaires. They just wander I... into recording sessions like um, <laughs> old dirty bastards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, also, they also had a sound for the like mid to late. Like that ten year yeah. period between 1995 and 2005, orbital had a sound. <laughs> all the all these yeah. all these studio oh, executives get me orbital now on the phone. I have one that's not got Orbital or any new metal or any hip hop, but it's also a shitty film. Yeah, Tron Legacy. Yes, <gasps> Daft Punk. Yeah, yeah. Now we're yeah. talking. A lot of those. That, I think a lot of those ideas. Film. A lot of those ideas went into Random Access Memory as well, which I still think is one of the greatest yes. electronic albums ever made. Mm. So good. Oh my god! The 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 the, the, the when they redo the the Tron theme tune. Yeah. Fucking hell! It's insane. Yeah. That's. I, I like watching that film just for the the music, and then I realised I could just listen to the tracks. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I, mean? I don't, I, I don't have to waste my time. <laughs> the, the 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 music kind of goes well with some of the visuals, as in like the non-talky bits. You know, like when they when they're looking mm. out over yeah. the, over the mm. city, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. But yeah, the, it's got uh, Olivia Wilde in it as well, and I like her a lot. Yeah, but she's utterly wasted in it. Yeah, she's wasted. In Is it. she? Is she? Did you see her? In yeah. that? <laughs> Is she wasted? <laughs> she's well, she incredible. Drunk. Yeah. Oh, also, also the the the, the uncanny the uncanny valley on Jeff Bridges' face and that is yeah. unreal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jeff Bridges him. is still an handsome man of age. Just oh, leave God, him yeah. of age. Jesus, you yeah. know what I mean? Just do it that. Way. But obviously, it couldn't because it's obviously in the in the computer world. Yeah. Whatever the Tron computer world's called. No. The, the uh, yeah. The Tron Legacy soundtrack's great. The grid. Um, That's it. The grid. My last one that I've got here. Uh, which I think again, this is probably might be my most expensive one that I've found. Um, Batman Forever. Oh, mm. it's, got, it's got you two on it, hasn't it? It does. Hold, um, hold me, thrill mm. me, kiss me, kill me by you two. Yeah. And the number yeah. one single that came from it, and the signature sound for him, "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. Yes, <laughs> which I used is to a fucking love that soundtrack. What, what a song! I fucking hate you two, but I'll, I'll, I'll uh, listen to that is soundtrack. Good. First, Kiss from a Rose. Oh, Kiss from a Rose is so good. And a karaoke classic in every karaoke bar yeah. on the planet. <laughs> um, other, other artists on this one. So PJ Harvey's in here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive Attack and Tracy Thorne covering uh, The Hunter Gets Captured by the Game. Uh, oh, yeah. Eddie Reader, Mazzy Star, The Offspring cover a damned song called Smash It Up. Yeah, they do. Uh, Nick Cave is on there. Miserable git that he is. Um... <laughs> Method Man has a has a track on there called The Riddler. Nice. Uh, yes, Michael, yes. Michael Hutchins covering The Passenger, which is actually a really good wow. version of that song. Uh, the Devlins, wow. uh, Sony Real Estate, and I didn't even know they were going at this time, The Flaming Lips. Oh. Then? Yeah, 1995. 
Huh. When when you said PJ Harvey, for some reason, I thought you were going to say PJ and Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get ready to rumble was on that soundtrack. <clears throat> Absolute banger. Oh, oh yeah. That's, yeah that's ba- a, that's Batman Forever is a bad film. It's a terrible film. It's not, not the worst Batman great. film. But when was... I used to smoke weed, it was very good for that. Actually, very good. Out of curiosity, what is the Batman and Robin soundtrack like? Probably just nothing. It's probably just, oh, God, that film's even worse. That film's way uh, worse than Forever. Is that the one with the back credit card and bat nipples? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, the bat nipples were in Forever as well, but no, they were mentioned. They were. It, the George Clooney it's... had the nipple suit, but it yeah. was yeah. Batman and Robin. is kind of his love way, letter to the 60s the way, campy. The way I remember it, it is... didn't really go over that yeah. well. Yeah. The way I remember it is Batman and Robin is the second film with Robin in it. <laughs> yes. That's how I remember. It is the second one. Uh, yes. So, right. Bat so Girl. Batman and Robin soundtrack is actually not too bad. Not as good as um, as, the, as the last one. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins on there. Boom Thugs and Harmony. Oh, okay. Oh. Maybe, maybe not. R. Kelly does the song oh. Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember he that. He does yeah. do the song Gotham City. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, my God. Uh, Revolution by R.E.M. <sighs> Uh, Jewel, yeah. she's Jewel. on there because she was everywhere in that time. Uh, Jewel, yeah, yeah. Goo Goo Dolls with a second song. Apparently, they have more than oh. just Iris. <laughs> really? I yeah. don't believe I didn't you. Know I thought they just did concerts singing Iris ten times. Um, Maloko, Eric Benny, Elliot Goldenthal, Underworld. Oh, wait, that's the first time I've had Underworld. Yeah, because they yeah. usually do tracks to good films. That's yeah. why. It's ironic that Underworlds are not on Underworld. Ironically. Um, no, so train spotting though. Yeah, I mean, we'll take R. Kelly out of the mix, but I think yeah, the soundtrack album is better than the film, but it's not to the standard, much. not to the standard of the Batman Forever one. If you drop that U two song, even though it's probably their best song, <laughs> it's, it'd be a it'd be a way still U two though. I, I fucking hate U two so much. Remember when they put, yeah. the, oh, they God, put the, yeah. their album on his phones? Oh no. yeah, that was annoying as oh, fuck. Yeah, it still comes up because I've next... still got an Imagine... iPhone, so I'll go into Apple Music and it'll it's still, still be there. It's still in there. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I don't want the hate you have for U two. Oh, but but being Irish, so everybody thinks oh. that you should like them. Yeah. Yeah. We you, all hate them. When you have to explain to them, we have other exports, guys. Lots of other exports, not just fucking you yeah. two. Still Bono's not fucking, fucking Irish anymore, does anyway. Not represent us. Is this still album there? is still fucking there. I can't get it out of my library. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to. No way I remember to, waking up and, and it's saying, you now have the U2. I'm like, I'm furious. I'm furious that this is on my iTunes. Nine years this album has been on everybody's iPhones. Nine years. Fucking horrible. <laughs> horrible. Have we got any more? Let's wrap yeah, it up. I've got I a have... few. Uh, you go, Candy. Um, so I've got another section which leads me onto my main. Um, and, uh, I'm going to call it musicals that are actually a bit shite. Um, wow. First one, wow. <laughs> first one in Canto. Film shite, but absolute bangers on it. I think Stig would Canto's agree. good. No, the the songs oh, are good, and the film's not. The song's good. The story's kind of questionable. Yeah, yeah. critically though, it's good. Learned. It doesn't count because of the songs. Um, oh, second gosh. film, Phantom of the, well, it's based on a musical, Phantom of the Opera. Absolute bangers. The Gerard Butler film. The Gerard yeah, Butler one. The Gerard yeah. Butler yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. And that leads me on to my final to me. one. Yeah. Um, has anyone heard of a little film called Repo the Genetic Opera? Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. yes. So no. it's what you might describe as a candy classic. So oh, no. I it's, fucking love like this Terror film. on Blood Fat Lake type. Yeah, I fucking love this yeah. film. Not critically well received. <laughs> it's very, very <laughs> me- mediocre at best. It's um, 
based on a musical, came out in 2008, and it stars Alex Vega, Paul Savino, Anthony Stewart Head, Sarah Brightman, who Phantom of the Opera was written for, yes. uh, Paris Hilton, Bill Moseley, yes. and Ogre from Skinny Puppy. Yep. Uh, yep. Not a great film. I personally love it, but <laughs> it's absolutely banger. It's um, basically, it's like a rock opera. Um, yeah. it's, it's, like a, it's like a homage like, to Rocky Horror and stuff, but nowhere near exactly as fucking that. good. Yeah, but the songs, though, the songs are way songs better. Are good. The songs yeah, the are better songs than Rocky Horror. And Anthony Stewart Head can sing really well, well. Have you, have you seen him? Have you seen his Frankenfurter, though? Yes. Oh, Very good. Very yes, good. Yes, I do enjoy his Frankenfurter. Um, mm. And while anything where he gets me, even that episode of Buffy where he was like, ooh, when he's singing, I'm yeah. back in the old days, and yeah. he's got the, the cigarettes rolled up, and he just <laughs> yeah. does it really well. He's great. I love him. I love him. So that that's um, my main one was Repo. I just I fucking love the film. I know it's shite. I know it is. I know it's shite. Just, it's very shite. <laughs> you two got any more then? Uh, one more. It was a Tales from the Crypt film called Demon Knight. Oh, Demon oh. Knight. That sounds yes. like a candy film. Yes, I'm so glad somebody did it right. Oh, fucking Demon it. Knight. With, with Billy Zane uh, yeah. as a demon and <laughs> William Sadler as the good guy. And oh, I think Jada Pinkett Smith. It is. It is. Um, and and uh, a whole load of like boobs and violence, and so twelve-year-old yep. me loved the film, and then loved the soundtrack because it's got Pantera, Ministry, Machine Head, Megadeth, yeah, it's proper thrashes, Rollins Band, Biohazard, Sepultura, Filter, and Gravediggers. Oh, we, we all grew up about the same oh, time, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I think we did. <laughs> <laughs> and poor poor Biggie's there, like I don't know these bands. <laughs> oh, great I did, I did have Judgment Night as well on my list. Yes, but... there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So that's us. I believe we've oh, got I, some. No, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, uh oh. A false alarm. Go on then. Finish uh, us two off. very quick ones. I just wanted to mention Above the Rim, a uh, pretty forgettable um, basketball sort of drama. I'm glad it's basketball um, and not something else. Yes. <laughs> but there's some uh, good names on there. You've got SWV with anything, uh, the Dog mm-hmm. Pounder on there, H Town. But the biggest pounder. Track, which you probably. <laughs> Recognize is regulate by yes. Nate Dog and oh, Warren G, yeah. which yeah. I think was at number one for like a million years mm. or something. I, I, fe- I feel like it was everywhere. That was like a ten week oh, number one. Going to be upset. I think the song was more mm. popular than the film. But yeah, the other movie I wanted to mention was Dead Presidents, which came out in '95. Uh, because it was set in the '70s, the soundtrack is absolutely it's so good, so good. And it's got um, If You Want Me To Stay by Sly and the Family Stone, Walk mm. On By by Isaac Hayes, The Payback, James Brown, I'll mm. Be Around, The Spinners, Never Never Gonna Give You Up, Barry White, I Miss You, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, Get Up, Get Down, The Dramatics. Yes. Um, don't Worry If There's a Hell Below, We're All Going To Go, Curtis Mayfield, Do Right Woman, Do Right Man, Aretha Franklin, Where Is The Love, Jesse and Trina, Tired of Being Alone, Al Green, Love Train, The OJs, and The Look mm-hmm. of Love by Isaac Hayes. It's such film, a though. banger that after the film came out, they released a second volume of songs yeah. as well. Yeah. God, I've seen that yeah, film. And that I think we watched it in film studies at school, <laughs> of, all, of all the fucking yeah, films to watch in film studies. Better than watching uh, Robin Hood, isn't it, Gadget? Uh, uh, that, no, that, that wasn't film studies, that was music. That was music tech, I watched that. This is how you compose compose for a film. You take one little melody and repeat it endlessly, <laughs> and then get Brian up to Thieves, sing the song. Isn't it? 
<laughs> it was Prince of Thieves, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Prince of Thieves. That's a shout film. I'd watch that film ten times. Hated it. That's not very good. It's not very good. Cool, cool, cool. As I was saying, I'm sure we've got some feedback on this stuff. This, this has got to be good. We do. So we'll start off with our with our beshitting fellow Stig, um, who was written <laughs> in from the toilet. Um, <laughs> he says. Uh, it, in 2017, a film starring Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, Zac Efron, Zendaya, and Michelle Williams came out called The Greatest Showman. It was a musical celebrating the life of P.T. Barnum, a circus ringleader turned politician. The film itself isn't great, and pretty much a fabrication of his no. life, with events taking place out of sequence and painting the man in a very positive light, whereas in reality, he was exploitative and by all accounts a complete bastard. The film shows him and his circus as being a safe haven for those that were different, a place where they can be special and seen as equals. The message in the film is amazing, but in reality, this just wasn't the case for these people, and it leaves a sour taste. So whilst the movie twists the chronology, invents entire characters, and somewhat inevitably leaves out the unflattering facts about Barnum, it's propped up by amazing song and dance sequences. These are the things that I and many others have taken away from the film. The day after I saw it, I was blasting the soundtrack in the house whilst cleaning, I was singing along to it in the car, and it even resulted in my wife Kate and I going to see Hugh Jackman on stage, where he and Kayla <laughs> Settle, the bearded lady, perform songs from the film. Did she have a beard? In- oh, I need to ask him if she had a beard on stage. <laughs> the whole album is just back-to-back bangers that even six years yeah. later I still put on every now and again and bop out to. In fact, I've, I've actually I've, been doing I've that heard very some. thing this week. The Greatest oh. Show, Come Alive, and This Is Me are the big highlights of the album for me, uh, with the latter even becoming a, hu- a huge legitimate plus um, hit due to its message. I am going to use, start saying LGBTQ plus as legitimate because people yes. uh, think that sounds funnier. <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard Legitimate it a few times. Oh, well, because it's got the plus, it's also Legitimate Choir Premium. Oh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my daughter that, loves that album. That, yeah, she's, I was about to say, that soundtrack in my house, because of my daughter, I, I'm sick of hearing, whoa, 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 whoa. It fucking does my head in. Yeah. Oh, no, I love it. From now on's my favourite. So, oh, yeah, so he goes on to yeah. say so whilst the film itself isn't that terrible it's rather average the songs that came from it are amazing and I love listening to them Mark Commode <laughs> was very wrong when he said there wasn't a memorable song amongst them uh, other, wow yeah he's going after Commode like that oh yeah oh yeah Commode was very wrong about that film he, he when he reviewed it he basically said no one will be singing these songs in a week that's um, massive, isn't it? It's yeah. a massive and, album. Uh, he, he, he has since eaten crow about that one. He has, he has accepted he was wrong. Yeah, as, as long as he knows. Uh, he, he finished off saying other noticeable, notable mentions, not noticeable stig, come on, spell. Um, Cradle to the Grave, a lackluster action film starring Jet Li and DMX, but it has a really great hip-hop soundtrack that likes Eminem, Obi Trice, X-Go, DMX, CNN, <laughs> MOP, Bizarre Royal, and Joe Budden. Uh, yep. And this one's Frudel's Queen of the Damned, a terrible Anne Rice adaptation, but the soundtrack full of new metal goodness. We've said it, we love yeah. it. Also, I'm going to he- watch it tonight. Also, <laughs> hello to Mono and, K- and Kira, uh, bring back Stargate. <gasps> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> now we're done. <laughs> mm. uh, oh, God, I miss, bad dip. CD of that lives in my car. I watched, I watched the uh, Stargate film the other day. Just for fun. The original one. Was it, wasn't yeah. it just for fun? Yeah, it's still great. Wasn't there a rumour that Roland Emmerich wanted to do another Stargate movie or something? Oh, he did. Yes, and, and then he, he threw a massive wobbly over yes. being told no. Oh, okay. No, no, they were gonna, they were gonna let him do it, and then he made um, the second Independence Day film, and they were like, resurgence. Ah, ah, no, <laughs> oh, and then they, then they sold it to Amazon. Maybe for that's the listener. The second Independence Day, they have a base on the moon, and it's set twenty years later. So now. <laughs> We've got a base on the moon with a laser on it. Oh, it's fucking terrible. It wouldn't be it's set terrible. now. It would have been set, what, seven years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. 20 years beyond Independence Day, yeah. 
Do you know what would have made a really good film? There's like two minutes in the the middle of that film where they go to like uh, Africa somewhere and there's some... With the tribes, the with the warlords, yeah. and yeah, there's like, and it's like, oh, we've spent the last like seven years here yeah. fighting all the aliens that are still inside that ship, and occasionally we go in and like machete raiding parties and get some, yeah, get some like cool technology. I want to see that film. Yes, they I agree. Kind of Fuck everything else. It a bit, yeah, it? yeah. Oh god, god, yeah. Roland Emmerich, he does not deserve celluloid, does he? No, just not deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Super Natty Cat has said 8 Mile I went to the cinema to watch this yeah. underage it's not a good dad. film <laughs> and while the film I is like okay it. the soundtrack is insane Lose Yourself is an amazing record mm. one of my it gym is. favourites I even mm. uh, I even the rap battle sessions are amazing I used to know all the yeah. words to all of them let's get so her on really. let's get her on to do it but I don't think uh, 8 Mile's good at all there's better um, there's better like rap based films and stuff like that and it's Again. supposed to be based on uh, uh, Marshall Mathers's life, but that is proper dramatized. Come yeah, on, yeah, it's not very close. Of course, to it, it is. Yeah. It's, it's, of course it's, it is. It's another ego wank film, isn't it? It's like any time a musician yeah. makes a film about their rise, I like it when his mate shoots his dick off. Yeah, funny. <laughs> wasn't it in the foot or was it the dick? I think it's his dick. I'm pretty sure it's his dick because he puts it in his pants. He puts it in his. He's got, he's got a holster and he blows his dick off or something. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Jason Whistle from It's Not That Bad cast, um, um, mm-hmm. former guest on, on Deep Dive Lounge, yep. said, uh, referring to the uh, artwork that Stig put up on Twitter, uh, noticed they had Tank Girl on there. That's a winner. Yes. <laughs> uh, Definitely. SFW was another one. What's SFW? SFW? Yeah. Uh, um. SFW? I don't know. No I'm off the top of my head. No he says, ne- never watched the film, had the soundtrack. Is it on Is it on the, uh, the the art that we posted? I'll find out what SFW is. One second. Yeah, well, while you, you do that. Ed- you can edit this perfectly. Stephen Dora, sure. Freeze Weatherspoon, 1994. <laughs> <laughs> nope, never, never heard of it. Jake Busey's um, in it as well. He of the mi- Mighty Teeth. Joey. Oh, and your favourite, Joey Lauren Adams. Oh, yeah. Uh, I alienated I can... and misanthropic. I can't say that word. <laughs> there is actually a film. Yeah, for teenager gains sudden and unwanted celebrity status after he's taken hostage by terrorists, where his indifference to their threats to kill him makes news headlines. I'm a, I'm, hey, I'm, there you go. Uh, he then goes on to say, "Singles was definitely about the soundtrack and not the movie." Um, mm-hmm. Escape from LA has an amazing soundtrack. Oh, it does. He can't, he, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed you're allowing him to come for Escape from L.A. there, Rudels. No, no, because Escape from New York's the masterpiece. Yeah, L.A. is a fucking... Yeah. yeah, but Escape from L.A. Has, 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 has Snake Plissken surfing. And Bruce Campbell. It's a masterpiece. Um, is, is it? <laughs> Adventures of, of uh, Ford Fairlane has a diverse track listing, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And he's plugging himself here. You could have a listen to my uh, my weekly mixtape episode on good songs and bad movies for a few ideas. It's good. Yeah, yeah. He's got loads. Absolutely loads. Listen, listen to him. He's a good guy. I he love is. him. He's my friend. Uh, Cult Connections has said anything by John Hughes and the first couple of Harry Potters. Yep. <laughs> has Harry looking offended songs? there. Uh, well, I mean, there's the Harry Potter ones as orchestral soundtracks. It's Danny Elfman, isn't it? Is, is it Danny Elfman? It's John, John no, Williams. John Williams, yeah. Hedwig's theme. John Williams. John Williams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robotic Monkey said, not that it's a terrible film, but the Daft Punk score and soundtrack to 
to the Tron Legacy is absolutely stunning. It is a terrible like film. It was a trial run for the it following is. album, Random Access Memories. We we discussed this on the Discord. It is a terrible film, Robotic Monkey. Sort your shit out. <laughs> Watch the original. <laughs> yeah. And last up, we have Nimrod Hicks. Uh, and he says, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Although I like the movie, yeah. the album is a stone oh, cold banger. Police and Thieves yeah, by Junior Marvin, Walk This Line by The Easy Rollers, The Payback by James Walk Brown. It's beautiful. It's a yeah. wonderful album. I don't think it counts because I don't think Lockstock's terrible. No, no Lockstock's a good film. Yeah. Yeah. I have a late entry. Oh, go, go, I have go. a late entry. Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> That's, that, that film's come up so many times on this podcast. You, 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 <laughs> it has got a good soundtrack, though. You've just, you've just said that to it, it so, does, so but... you'll catch Deadbeat Punk off, off guard. He, would, he nah. wouldn't have been expecting a Blues Brothers 2000 mention. <laughs> yeah. He'd have you vomiting in his car. I've got a late entry as well. Um, T2, not Terminator 2, Trainspotting 2. Great soundtrack, terrible film. If anyone's seen I, it. I, have, I haven't seen Trainspotting no. 2. No, not not many people seen have seen Trainspotting 2. <laughs> I have good. seen it. I mean, well, the first one's sensational. It's one, it's, it's one of those films that didn't need a sequel. The book had a sequel, so that's probably why. Yeah, fair. There was a prequel to the book as well. Yes, there was. Yes, um, that is the the. Uh, that's it. That's the topic, isn't it? We've it done is. it. We've mastered it. We've mastered it. So, as always, links to all our extra extracurricular activities are in our show notes and at modernescapism.co.uk. Next week it's another Nexus episode, so feel free to let us all know what you've done during the last two weeks. And now it's time for Mono and Kira to just plug their wares. Plug, 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 plug. Pluggy plug plug. Uh, like I said earlier, we are Monorants. You can find us on most uh, platforms. That uh, work. If they work. <laughs> you well, definitely on Spotify. You're definitely on Spotify. I was listening all day yes. today. Especially to the boys yeah, one. Are, they, Love the boys. Oh, such a good show. Such <clears throat> a fucking good show. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so that's what one of our shows is about. Is about the boys. And the other one is just about random movies that we find good. A few of which we've mentioned here tonight. Um, yes. yes. And other ones I've made you watch because I am... I'm yeah, we did it. We did a whole month. Uh, we did a whole month of Don Bluth animations there a while ago. That was great fun, actually. Is that is Fern Gully? Um, is that one of them? Fern Gully. No, uh, looks like one, did. doesn't it? Um, Land Land before before time, no, I didn't do Land Before Time because I couldn't cope with Little Footstep yeah. again. Oh, um, oh don't, the don't. The, the first oh. American Tale, but not the second. <laughs> yeah, Five Goes West. Uh, yeah, let's not. Yeah, and Anastasia. And oh, Anastasia's go good. Yeah, oh, no, I had, I'd never seen Anastasia, and I was actually very impressed. Yeah, with Rasputin that. in that is fantastic. Oh, so good. Yeah, but yes, There's body horror going on. Listen, listen to Mono Rants in all their guises, please. But it's not the end of the show because we have one final tiny little segment. It's time to grace the beautiful place that is Candyland. And now, what's up in Candyland? I've discovered something this week that is going to absolutely revolutionise marine rescue missions in the future. Oh, I can't wait <laughs> right. for this. Raisins. Raisins. Right. I discovered uh, when you put raisins... So you get a cup of water. If you put a raisin in a water, in water, right. it'll sink. But then the bubbles will form around it and then it rises to the top. The bubbles mm. then pop and it goes to the bottom of it, of it again. And then the bubbles, it's, it's like a never-ending rising and falling of raisins. Candy, what drugs are you on this week? Um, I'm not sure. Whatever they gave my cat. Um, oh, God. So can we not harness this power? Like Of raisins. The power of raisins. Like, we could stick thousands of raisins together 
in various sizes, like from six inches to like meter square cubes, right? I don't think you get big raisins like that. No, not big raisins. Loads of little ones. <laughs> you know what little? raisins are, mate? Little grapes. Yeah. Little so, grapes. Well, I mean, that's irrelevant. You're, you're wasting good wine on this raisin rescue. Shit, man. <laughs> Come on, think about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can fix this. I can fix this. Ooh. Use the raisins to lure ants. And ants are actually really good for making those like little buoyant platforms. Oh, yeah. Fuck. There's yeah. another chapter to this discovery. So, so we can use the ants. Oh, we can use the raisins no. to lure the ants. Then we get the ants and we make a raft and then profit. Guess what as well? There's another <laughs> layer. You can ferment alcohol using ants. You can. So yes, right, you can. So, well, my original idea, various sizes of raisin cubes, send them down to the Titanic, a couple of yep. magnets either side, <laughs> and yep. just um, bring the artefacts up. <laughs> like, And it, it will just keep going. They keep going up and down and up and down. And you grab the, the artefacts. Maybe put them on the ant raft. But then we can monetize it. We can make it into a movie. We could call it The Raisin of the Titanic. Oh, fuck off. Oh, this is very oh, if, wow. if, if, if it doesn't get swept away with the current. Oh! Candyland. Oh. <laughs> That's Candyland. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, if you're a patron, you're going to get half an hour exclusive after this. But it's time to thank Mono and Kira of Mono Rants for joining us. Did you enjoy yourselves? Did you have a good time? I had a blast. Thanks for having us on. Excellent. You so if you're not a patron, this is the end of the show to you. So thank you very much and goodbye. Bye. Stop your fucking recordings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>